0: Let your truly beautiful life unfold before you. Listen to inspirational stories of empowerment and powerful transformations. Discover the world of energy work and spiritual healing. Learn to connect and unconditionally love your mind, body, and spirit. Come and allow your soul to bathe in the waters of wisdom and love. We speak to everyday people who live an extraordinary life shadow integration, and eliminating shame as a precursor to becoming truly magnetic. Expand your mind by listening to my guests talk about how they gained access to success, happiness, joy, peace, and abundance. Connect with me, your host, Suli Trevino, at Your Best Life Podcast, soulhealingshop.com.
1: Welcome, Gavin Ashley, to the Your Best Life podcast. It's so great to have you on. How are you?
2: Oh, I'm fantastic. Thank you so much for having me.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's nice to be here. Absolutely, it's a pleasure to have you on, Gavin. So, why don't we just get started um, talking about how we met? And um, I met Gavin through a, a good friend, and he introduced me to your work, and I was just very interested. Um, in the beginning, because I didn't really know, I had never met someone who does intuitive healing. And so, um, why don't we talk a little bit about what that is specifically, Gavin, and, and how you are able to access um, a person's um, interior through your intuitive abilities.
2: Okay, awesome. Yeah, so uh, basically back in two thousand. 14, I started this journey um, kind of on a deeper level. I was interested in, you know, energy and intuition previous to that. But when I really started to kind of kick it into high gear, I quit my job, I left for California and I really started to study, you know, with different individuals, like how to actually tap in to the subconscious mind, and sort of retrieve information. Um, it sounds a little bit scary when, when you first hear that, but in reality, all you're doing is you're just getting, you know, real-time feedback from the mind and body around uh, different um, health issues, maybe emotional disturbances, um, anything that's kind of affecting um, somebody's life. And, and what I discovered, which was really so fascinating about this, was you know, if you go there in the world to maybe a medical doctor or a therapist or whatnot, um, you know, they might explain things like, you know, body is complex, the mind is complex, and they kind of make it seem like it's, um, it's this complex world, right? And I really wanted to bring to the table something that was very different to that, and that was more around the simplicity of what is actually affecting us. So, for example, if somebody had Um, some back pain, right? Or maybe they were uh, feeling depressed. Um, Didn't matter if it was a physical issue or an emotional issue. It all went back to the same place, which was the belief systems and the memories that we hold Mm -hmm. about our life. All right. So it really made it so simple, which was, which was just, you know, so exciting to discover because we can always go back to the same place, Mm
0: -hmm. you know,
2: and, and discover what is that belief system, that that person's holding that's connected with uh, their back pain or that depression, Mm -hmm. you know, what's the underlying causes, right? Mm -hmm. And so in doing that work, you know, just to talk a little bit about the logistics, it's like, you know, a client would come to me and tell me what they're dealing with, whether it be physical or emotional, and then the subconscious will actually tell me the limiting beliefs or past memories that are associated with that particular issue right Mm -hmm. so again in the example of the back issue maybe we have you know not feeling supported not feeling um financially you know well um you know in a good financial position right Mm -hmm. and so when we tap into this energy you know and then we go through the process of you know clearing and healing that then the back pain went away Mm -hmm. right so this person could have gone to you know that the medical model which is you know totally fine and sometimes we need that but in these sort of like chronic issues that are plaguing people where if you do a scan, you know, of the back, if you do x-rays, whatever, you're not generally going to see anything. Right. You know, right. So what is happening? It's not, it's not so much just in their head. It's not imagination. They are experiencing the physical pain. Right. But the, the really amazing discovery that I made was we can always go back to that same place, which is the mind, you know, kind of like a control panel mm-hmm. of the brain and we can look at that information and we could say okay you know that that's what's affecting it right so so i really wanted to you know bring this simplicity to the world um, you know of of healing and clearing and and really helping people shift and we could do it fast we can do it simply we don't have to complicate things and the best part Julie, is we don't have to go back through all our childhood and bring up all these memories and, you know, sort of re-traumatize ourselves. We can just go laser focus right into those belief systems and, you know, neutralize those negative thought forms. And, you know, we, we have, just have amazing results.
1: Right. It sounds amazing just to be able to um, zoom into the root cause of the yes. physical manifestation of the disease or illness. So it, exactly. it's, um, the way that you described it was very interesting because you mentioned, for example, um, logistically and um, you mentioned tapping into the subconscious and then you you said as an example, the brain is sort of like the uh, the processor of the body. So um, would you say that the the energy connected to the emotions behind a belief system, or a specific uh, childhood event is the root cause for a lot of the uh, conditions that we have in modern society that aren't really um, explained by my medical science. They, maybe we go to get a test and the doctor comes back and says, um, you know I don't seem to uh, see where the cause is really coming from, but Would you say that a lot of these things are based out of emotions and and the energy that gets locked in the body or the mind?
2: Yeah, I would say, you know, from my experience is from age zero to seven, uh, we were kind of in this hypnotic state, so to speak, um, as, as children. And we're, you know, we've all heard the expression of being an emotional sponge like you know kids pick up things so quickly they're so easily they can learn things so fast all this stuff right well they can also collect you know beliefs and traumas very quickly and little things to a child tripping and falling you know that could be traumatic right right so yes we we do have life experience that happens as adulthoods uh, as adults i should say but it's kind of like you know those are the byproducts those those experiences in our adulthood is a byproduct of something that's already occurred in mm-hmm. our childhood, right? So mm-hmm. if you really do want to get to the root of uh, the situation, you're most likely going to go back to those periods of time, right. Know, right? Because they are so influential, you know, and so yeah, absolutely,
0: um,
2: life life changing for our life. And so even when we're even when we're talking to our children in the words that we're saying, we have to be you know sort of careful in some respects because they're absorbing. You know that information there you know, and they yeah. can create their own beliefs just on the words that we're saying right because again yes. it's like that sponge right yeah that we're all aware of
1: right? it's a beautiful state you know gavin because i have my own two children and i can see you know firsthand that incredible and that beautiful imagination that they have in those mm. ages of you know between birth and about seven years of age and I believe that they are primarily in the the theta um, brainwave, which Ooh, is associated correct. with the state of imagination. So right. um, they're really just, you know, obs- observing, absorbing everything around them and mm-hmm. creating their belief systems, their reality. They're essentially being programmed at that age. So exactly. <laughs> yes, they're so influential. And you're right. You know, that's when they can learn the most languages, you know, skills, and it's really a beautiful thing. So going back though, to the, um, to the healing aspect, um, tell me a little bit about what it was like for you in the beginning to get started uh, with this line of work. Once you, once you learned how to do it, um, what were some of the, uh, the interesting things or, or maybe the challenges that you had to face in the beginning that you were able to press on?
2: You know, I think the biggest thing is about education. You know, um, a lot of people that were coming to me, they were um, probably more at a desperate state, you know, so they would try anything, right? Mm But, um, you know, for the average person, you know, it was a difficult to uh, really understand how somebody could be, you know, sitting on the telephone because a lot of this was not in person. You know, everything I do predominantly is remote, right? So when you think about, you know, a cell phone, for example, and you dial a uh, a cell phone number anywhere in the world, that phone will pick up in, you know, a couple seconds, right? Uh, You'll have somebody on the other end. So we don't really understand that technology, but we just kind of go with it, right? So when it comes to this kind of work, you know, sometimes it's a little bit hard for people to go with it, so to speak. You know, it's actually similar technology because I can call to somebody's subconscious and, you know, retrieve that information. Yeah, and when, we, when, I, when I say that, I'm not talking about, like, private information because we're only having the intention of actually connecting to, you know, whatever is, you know, sort of ailing somebody, right? So we're receiving information about that, and the subconscious will only give you, you know, that information. This is not some kind of, like, telepathy of reading people's thoughts, you know, okay. per se. It's more about, you know, tapping into the energy you know, of those particular issues. Right. So in, in trying to explain that to people, you know, that, that might've been a, that was definitely a challenge, you know, and then people just, you know, saying, well, I I don't know how that's possible, but it worked, you know, and so they kind of go with it. Um, so even if, even if people were skeptical, you know, that was a good thing. You didn't necessarily have to believe that it was going to work. Uh, you just had to, you know, be willing to try, of course, you know, you know, right? So in doing so, it's kind of an emerging science, I would say, of like, pretty epic proportion. And it's all in the category of this quantum physics, um, which is now becoming, you know, more well known as as a real science. And so if people could just, you know, get past that initial, boy, this is a little bit weird, right? Then they can really tap into, you know, something, you know, astounding. And uh, on top of all that, You don't have to travel, you know, Uh, you just send me a photograph and you can do it all over the phone and it can be happening, you know, from anywhere in the world, you know, right. So it has its, it's such huge advantages, especially in a world where Mm -hmm. we're very busy people, you know, it's very complex and we want to solve our issues very quickly. We don't have time to, you know, travel and talk and go back to our childhoods and all that stuff. We just want to get in and, you know, resolve the situation.
1: So I remember when we had, um, a couple of our first conversations, Gavin, um, we were just, you know, talking about what was concerning me. And when you tapped into my subconscious, when you connected to my personal energy signature, you were actually able to uh, visually see some of the things that were, um, affecting me. So on that phone call, that's when I realized, wow, you know, (laughs) Gavin can really tap in. And so during the course of our working together um, with your guidance and with your um, with your help, you know I was able to let go of a lot of those um, old belief structures and even clearing some um, you know, old memories that weren't so great. Um, I remember specifically a moment where you said, when you were little, did you used to do this when you weren't feeling very loved And you said something very specific? <laughs> And I said, "Oh my goodness, Kevin, How did you know?" It's like I was there alone; there was nobody else. So,
2: right,
1: you know, that just kind of solidified it for me that this this is definitely a real thing. Now, you're right; it is all part of the the quantum um, science field. That is, I think it's still a little bit new, um, but where yeah. a lot of times science catches up to um, uh to things that are already you know in existence and this is all really exciting gavin because i'm also uh an intuitive and an empath so just by being around people i can feel in my body what they're feeling and so um yeah so so what were your thoughts gavin tell me when you were um, just getting started with this what when you were able to initially tap into um to someone how old were you? And was it when you really decided that you wanted to, to take on this role as an intuitive healer?
2: Yeah. Um, well, it's a great question. Um, you know, I think when I was really, really young, I was having these experiences. I was unaware of it. You know, my parents just talk about, you know, me saying, you know, kind of strange things or like mm-hmm. how did how to, you know, how did Gavin know that kind of thing, right? Yeah. And so as I got older, people would always say, Well, you really just really understand things or you're very intuitive or you seem to like really pick up on things, you know? So again, I wasn't totally aware of why that was. I just thought, Oh, it's cool. Right. You know, it wasn't until, you know, about seven years ago when I really started to develop that. And I think that's like anything in life you are, um, you know, you're developing a skill, you know, it's like going to the gym, you want to flex your muscle, whatever it is, and you want to build the muscle, right? So the brain is the same way. Right. So I really just became a student, you know, of intuition and tapping in and reading energy and of course as time goes on you know it gets easier and easier right so Mm -hmm. so it's part gift i would say because there was a natural element you know to what i could retrieve information wise but then there was like the development of that you know um to a greater degree and then of of course you know i didn't want to be the kind of um you know, intuitive where I just gave people a bunch of information then said, good luck with that. You know, Mm -hmm. I wanted to actually be able to resolve it, you know. So that's kind of the second portion of of my work where you can actually take, Mm -hmm. you know, a memory or a belief system, you can neutralize it. Mm -hmm. Uh, You can't erase memories Mm -hmm. uh, because we're always going to hold on to our memories as a function Mm -hmm. of the mind. But when you when you take a negative memory and you neutralize it, um, then you don't have the the negative charge that's associated with it anymore, right? So that was, I think, the biggest development that I learned, you know, after really going intensely into this. Because again, you know, reading information is good, it's fine, and it can be uh, useful to somebody for some purposes. But really, a lot of times they would just be left with, okay, I got a bunch of information. I don't know what really to do with that kind of thing. Yes, I have these belief systems, you know, so I was really about resolving it, you know, and that was really important to me and my growth, my development, you know, so kind of like the intuition became the first component of that. uh, But the secondary is really like, how do I shift and transform people to the next level, you know, enabling them to move past, you know, all these limitations.
1: Right. So now we're getting into the real juicy part of the conversation, Gavin. One of my favorite things to talk about here um, on Your Best Life, because this is where we really get to dive deep into how we can tap into that infinite potential that we all have as human beings. And I can attest firsthand, you know, just by working with you, uh, would you say it's been about a year and a half? I would say that's about right. Yeah. Yeah. So I could definitely say that neutralizing um, those memories and uh, doing a lot of that clearing work has definitely increased my vital life force energy. Um, It's just been incredible. I mean, just so much joy and freedom in thought, clarity, Um, not feeling like I have all of that weight on me that is attached to a lot of the uh, you know to the energy and to the vibration of those memories and old belief systems so why don't we talk a little bit about um what that's like um and you know what what other people that really don't understand um what this kind of uh, activity entails what what would somebody have to do and what what would they feel shift inside of them
2: okay um yeah so basically when when somebody has a negative belief you might have like a sort of like this nervous uh feeling in your stomach Mm -hmm. you know pit of your stomach you might have anxiety Uh, you might have trouble breathing Mm -hmm. Uh, i had a client the other day um just she felt like there was uh, somebody had their hands around the person's uh, neck Mm -hmm. and they were squeezing it right very uncomfortable feeling right so this is just like some kind of fear and anxiety taking over them, right? Mm-hmm. And this is where the memories actually become unstable. And when a memory becomes unstable, it's kind of like a computer system that starts to fail, you know, mm-hmm. and it starts to crash, right? And so running a person through this process is very simple, right? And it's really about calling up those memories and then asking for them to be neutralized. So I'm giving a very basic understanding of technology, but it's basically, you know, you, you call it the memories. So in this case, the throat area, everything that's associated with that. And when the neutralization happens, right, kind of like bringing in the truth, you mm-hmm. know, of something, so to speak. So if, if somebody had a negative belief about themselves, like, you know, um, uh, let's say, you know, um, they, 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 they felt negative about the opposite sex, for okay. example, right? When we bring in, you know, this sort of positive opposite frequency, right? Then the person starts to feel like, Oh well, you know, that was just maybe an experience I needed to have, you mm-hmm. know, right? And there wasn't anything that I did that was wrong. I met this person and it didn't work out. Sure. So you start to you start to have a different perspective sure. on things, mm-hmm. right? So again, if you if you felt like you had a bad experience with that relationship, and then all of a sudden you feel, you know what, that was part of my journey, then you know that you've shifted number one, and number two, again, you don't have a loss of memory mm-hmm. around the situation because we can't do that. They still remember the situation, but they feel, hey, you know what, that was uh, purposeful or whatever, you know, and, and it's not something that I would necessarily tell them mm-hmm. to think like that. You know, when you do the neutralization, it's more like people come to that realization all of a sudden on their own, mm-hmm. right? Which is really cool. So you know that that's something has shifted, right? right. So. You know, either you feel it in that way, you know, where you evolve the memories and then the person sees a different perspective. Or in the case of the physical, um, this lady with the throat issue, um, she didn't have the issuing or somebody that had back pain or whatever. Right. So the neutralization is either going to display like physical symptoms improving or you're going to have on an emotional level a new perspective. Mm-hmm. You know, on that situation, right? Mm-hmm. So, what's really cool about our memories is instead of just thinking of them as always negative, you know, like I had this negative experience, you know, somebody, um, you know, took money from me and never gave it back. So, we have that negative experience. Instead of thinking that that's just going to be, you know, my memory of that situation for the rest of my life, now we have the tools to evolve that where you can just say, well, you know, maybe that person needs that money. And and it's amazing how people actually, you know, come to those realizations on their own after, you know, this process is complete.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely, Gavin. Um, so it yeah. seems like once we are able to neutralize um, them, we can we can really learn um, or take yeah. something out of the experience um, and then just be able to, you know, use it to move forward in, in the best possible direction in life.
2: Yeah, we accept the new reality of the Mm -hmm. situation. And then, of course, like in situations where there's somebody's anxious, anxiety, having panic attacks, right? The Mm -hmm. neutralization, Mm -hmm. you know, of those memories and beliefs, you know, causes them not to have anxiety anymore, right? Because, Mm -hmm. again, when memories become unstable, and you have a whole network of memories that sort of start to, in this network, become Mm -hmm. unstable, then all of a sudden we start having these sensations. We can't breathe, and Mm -hmm. we start getting overwhelmed. And the body is having this reaction. Uh, when that neutralization happens, you know those symptoms will go away.
1: Mm-hmm. Do you think that a lot of times um, people that have um, anxiety they just accept it and they accept it as a part of their personality and you know try their best without really able being able to come out on top of it?
0: Oh,
2: absolutely! I think people you know, become uh, resigned to the fact that they're like that because they don't they don't have the conscious awareness that there's some kind of solution to this other than, you know, maybe therapy or taking some kind of drug, you know. Again, all of that stuff is fine.
1: Right.
2: For a period of time, maybe, mm-hmm. you know, right? But this, this technology is all about shifting people, you know, for the long term mm-hmm. and actually getting to the root cause of why, you know, we are feeling a certain way about our lives, right? So, so... Sometimes we need band-aids, you know, and that's totally fine, but what are we going to do long-term, you know, and, and maybe even just the realization that I don't have to live with something like anxiety anymore, right. you know, like what a concept kind of thing.
1: I think that most people in general just want to be able to get to that point where they feel like uh, they're thriving, that they don't have any limitations mm. and they're, you know, they're really just um, giving it their best. So, yes. So being able to use this kind of technology, Gavin, um, from your personal experience, how has this really impacted your life and the people that you've been working with? How long have you been um, working in this line of work? It's been about.
2: Yeah, about seven years. Yeah. Seven years. And I mean, in, in the initial stages, I was just trying to help myself because I had so many you know, things going on for my own life. And then I realized that I could help others. So, of course, there's this, you know, this um, sort of awesome, um, uh, like, you know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It's kind of like, you know, gives me so much joy and rewards, you know, for helping other people. Mm -hmm. You know, right? But, yeah, just in my personal life alone. Um, you know, things have shifted so, you know, drastically taking me out of what I would consider to be the dark soul of the night Mm. where I was walking in, in extreme darkness and probably, you know, uh, only reason why I really, you know, was so, um, I guess aggressively pursuing this kind of line of work because I wanted to heal myself, you
1: know, ultimately, right? I could definitely relate to that, to that because a lot of, a lot of us, um, start out with, um working on ourselves and in that Mm. journey, uh, we're, we're discovering that not only can we heal ourselves, but we can heal others.
0: And that's,
1: that's the part where it just becomes so much more fascinating and, you know, exciting and joyful. Mm. So I think that, you know, connecting with other people that are interested in these, uh, in these topics is a really good starting point. Um, but also being open-minded to the different uh, uh, therapy modalities that are out there um, might surprise us, you know, and I know I definitely was, was pleasantly surprised Gavin. So I just want to say thank you to you um, for being such an amazing human being and, Uh and for all the, yeah, for all the help that you've, you've given me. And uh, this is an exciting time. Uh, I think that we're kind of at the, the beginning stages of a, of a uh, quantum revolution.
2: Yes, so, absolutely.
1: Yeah. And a
2: lot of people are, so many people are waking up to these other possibilities
1: mm-hmm.
2: and are just really excited about this work. So I find, you know, since I've started seven years ago, like there is so much more openness around the work and people are actually, you know, really excited. And, and it's even so, you, you know, you kind of like don't have to explain, you know, this as much. Anymore like I used to, you mm-hmm. know, in the early days, uh, people just seem to be really getting it, right? So I feel like our consciousness is definitely shifting in that direction.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely, Gavin. I could see it even with my own little kids. I think that um, we all come into this world understanding energy, you know, because think about it in mm-hmm. the in the beginning, as babies, we we don't have language, we can't speak,
0: mm-hmm. but yet
1: we have our caretakers, you know, our mom and our dads. So how do they how do they know? what it is that we need and it's a it's an energy thing you know we pick up on these cues so it's it's a language and i think that uh, being open to the fact that we we continue to have access to that energetic language throughout our lives and it it has an influence on every aspect of our you know our, our development our life experience mm-hmm. how can we really tap into this energetic language and use it Uh, you know to the full advantage not just with our own healing but what can we do with it you know that's very exciting so i i think that um we're definitely on the cutting edge of of discovering all those things and it's just very exciting so
2: yeah well i'm excited for you and um I'm so happy to be with you today here today and to to just get the word out there right because people a lot of people still don't know um, the kind of tools and technology that we have available to to really heal our our souls you know at a very mm-hmm. deep level.
1: Yeah, de- definitely that's I think the the main takeaway point um, from this conversation is that that's very attainable and it's available and it's just a matter of reaching out, right? And and receiving yeah. it so well Gavin definitely. thank you so much for for being on with me and um we'll definitely have more conversations I think we might have a lot of questions we've you know probably piqued a lot of interest so um, yeah. we'll definitely be covering all those things in another episode
2: okay awesome well thanks again for having me and uh just have an awesome day
1: okay you too Gavin take care talk to you soon Bye. Right.
0: see ya For more information about the topics and services discussed in this episode of Your Best Life, please check out the links provided below. Also, information about services with yours truly, Suli Trevino, are available at soulhealingshop.com. Be sure to tune in for the next incredible episode on manifestations, healing, and a wide assortment of incredible perspectives on life and living. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of your best life.